When Hawaii's Kilauea volcano erupted in 2018, dramatic photos at the time showed homes and roads being engulfed by lava flowing to the sea. But unless you looked closely at those images, you might have missed signs of another disaster already underway. In many places on the island, a huge number of trees were dying or already dead. Oh, he has always been my favorite tree. It's the most abundant native tree that's found in Hawaii. So about six years, I want to say about six years ago, we started noticing the trees were dying really quickly, like just all brown. That's Leila Ke'aloha, and I'm with her at her house in the Puna district on the eastern part of the big island, about a half mile from where several fissures opened up during the eruption. While the event with its earthquakes and foul-smelling air left her anxious, it's the loss of the ohia tree that really strikes at her core. We've had this long-term relationship with ohia, and we built our house to face the forest. Right off our back bedroom, there's a porch, you know, to see our our beautiful ohia forest, and now it's pretty much dead. Uh, it's devastating. Ohia trees are the backbone of Hawaiian forests as they provide food and habitat for countless species found nowhere else on Earth. The trees are revered in Hawaiian culture and take their name from a legend that champions the love of a young couple, Ohia and Lahua, whom the volcano goddess Pele tried to separate. When the trees started dying, Layla contacted the state forester and other residents did too. The state began working with federal agencies and ultimately discovered that two related types of fungus were attacking the trees. The more aggressive one could kill off an affected ohia within a matter of days or weeks, causing the disease to be coined rapid ohia death. But identifying the fungus was only the first step. Stopping it from killing every single tree in the state? That was going to be the next challenge. I'm standing at a trailhead about 30 miles northwest of Layla's house. Here I've met Bill Stormon with the State Division of Forestry and Wildlife to learn more about how the fungus spreads and what's being done to stop it. Before we enter this healthy ohia forest, we clean our shoes to make sure we're not tracking in any spores from an affected tree. After brushing the soles, we then spray them with 70% rubbing alcohol. Bill says you really can't be too careful. The vascular tissue just gets filled up with this gunk this fungal gunk, if you will, but it pl- clogs up the plumbing in the tree and the tree goes very quickly because it's not getting any more moisture. And then I, I thought I read something about a beetle being involved. Yes. When a tree is infected, it begins to put off ethanol and other chemical markers that tell everybody everybody around it in the, the bug world, I'm dying. And they begin to attack these trees. In their boring behavior, they put out boring dust, very fine boring dust, and frass, which is their excrement, basically. And it's got the fungal pathogen in that boring dust and the frass. The wind picks that up, gets into wounds in other trees, and that's, as best as we can tell, that's probably the primary vector for its spread. To date, more than 135,000 acres on Hawaii Island have been affected by rapid ohia death, and recently the fungus was found on Kauai, somehow leapfrogging over Maui and Oahu. Given that it's pretty unlikely that a beetle or even the wind carried it that far, Bill says one thing he knows that could have made that journey 
people's boots. Stopping rapid ohia death is critical for watersheds on the islands because ohia are the first to get established on new lava flows. A young tree's roots break up the rock and create soil that in turn creates habitat for other plants to grow and eventually build a forest which can absorb rains and add to the aquifer. If you lose the forest, you lose the water. Whether you're a resident of the islands or one of the millions who visit, you're there for the natural beauty. That's the message of a major outreach effort underway, especially with tour operators explaining that everyone has a role to play in stopping the fungus. Currently, there's a competition sponsored by the Department of the Interior, National Park Service, and other partners offering a $70,000 prize to anyone who can come up with an innovative way to detect the disease quickly because current methods are slow and expensive. Having an effective solution emerge from the competition would give Layla hope. She's worried that her newborn son will never see an ohia tree, and that would deprive him not only of the watershed's benefits, but also of his cultural heritage. You know, speaking from a, a Hawaiian cultural perspective, it is one of the most important trees to our, our hula halau, for those that dance hula or that honor the goddess Laka, which is the goddess of hula. Hula, she says, is how stories have been told over generations. Stories of how people lived on the islands and their gods and goddesses, because up until the missionaries came, there was no written language to pass those along. Going into the forest to collect ohia buds, leaves, and flowers was integral to making leis and other hula adornments and for preserving a culture's history. If you're not able to go and gather, then you're losing that relationship, right? So you're not actually going to the forest to get these things because you don't want to be the reason why it's being spread. Right. So you're just gonna you're just gonna disconnect, and there's gonna be this deeper disconnect, you know, spiritually, emotionally, all those types of things as well. So healthy forest, healthy people, right? Unhealthy forest, unhealthy people. That relationship is becoming really um, challenging. To learn more about Rapid Ohia Death and the Ohia Challenge, go to our website at h2oradio.org. From Bahoa, Hawaii, I'm Franny Halperin.